Thank you, everyone, so tuning into another awesome, inspiring podcast episode. We have an awesome, amazing featured guest. She is a playwright. She is the owner of her own production company. She is a woman after God's own heart. She is a woman who loves the great outdoors as well as spending time with family. None other than the one and only Stacy Shannon Johnson. Thank you for inviting me onto uh, your podcast. It is a blessing to be here. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you again so much for taking the time to come on. Um, and it's awesome because in the midst of any technical difficulties, um, the will of God always and the purpose of God always prevails. And that is awesome. Amen. Amen. And so is um, on the same ground where the Confederate army fought to keep slaves enslaved. Now on that same ground, Tyler Perry, who started off homeless and doing his own stage plays. Now his own movie studio, which happens to be one of the largest um, production movie studios in the country. What? you hear about that wow uh, when I first heard that and when he gave that speech uh, I believe at BET it, it was uh, just breathtaking to hear that I, I was at a loss for words uh, because back then in the late 1800s as Confederate soldiers were plotting on that land uh, to take over and to continue to keep us in slavery and possibly kill uh, slaves that were fighting what the devil uh, meant for evil, uh, God blessed. And and it, and it was for, uh, you know, look at God, he preserved that land uh, for a descendant of, of, of slaves. And so it is uh, amazing. Um, Tyler Perry is living out, I believe he's living out God's dream. Uh, he is the epitome of the American dream and what happens when we place our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That is so true. I definitely believe that we are our ancestors' wildest dreams. They could only imagine doing some of the things, um, you know, that we are doing. Yes. And so, um, Stacy J Productions, uh, what was your driving force and inspiration uh, behind starting your own um, production company? Yes, uh, we started Stacy J Productions in uh, November 2011. I broke my hand and fractured it in the line of duty uh, as, in, um, as a police officer. I had a couple of surgeries, uh, but I kind of sense that, uh, you know, you, you, the Lord just begins to speak with you. And I was sad because I had this feeling that I was not, that my career was, was over, that I would not, well, I didn't feel like I would be back on the road as a police officer. Now, I love what I did. 
Uh, I think law enforcement is a ministry and I love people. It is a, a giant mission field. So I just had this feeling that I would not be back on the road. Now I broke my hand in September. So November, I believe the 16th, uh, 2009, I was at service and God spoke to me and he told me he wanted me to write for him full time. And I knew full time meant um, that I would I would no longer have a job, a career in law enforcement. I wanted to be the chief of police. I was in school and things like that and had a lot of training and had a stellar career. And I, I was devastated, to be honest with you. Uh, answering the call um, on my life, it just, for me, I, I can't tell you, I was it just went hopping and skipping. I uh, was caught up in, in, in self and caught up in my career and caught up in, in, in leaning to my own understanding. After I had just had a house built um, a few years uh, prior to that. And so um, my husband and I, we just had a wonderful, successful life. Two children. We had a house, a beautiful home built in the suburbs. And I'm thinking, Lord, wow, you, you know, I was, I was a little sad. It took me about nine months to a year to answer the call um, of God on my life to, to say yes. I know, and, 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 and some people know, uh, some people will tell you when God places something on you, some of us begin to negotiate. <laughs> and my negotiation was, okay, you know what, Lord? I'll write for you. I'll take off so many days out the year. I'll do that on vacation or on my days off. And, and that wasn't going to happen. I had two small children and God knew uh, that that was not going to happen. Um, so that was the greatest decision that I can make when I finally say yes. And I do realize that our, our arms are too short to box with God. I, I said yes. And that was um, in 2009. By 2011, um, we did our first play. And, and my church that I was at, I, I actually, I worked from 2009 all the way up until October uh, 2010. And that's when I was able to retire. And God uh, blessed me. And I was able to get a pension um, from the police department. So uh, God had set me up where I would still be able to get income and, and pay my bills. And uh, we did our first play 2011. I was at a church that just supported me and what God had called me to do. And uh, we, we did our first play uh, at the church and God bought out 650 something um, souls. and. We've been rolling ever since. Um, our my ministry is a little different. Um, what God has touched me to write upon our social ills and a lot of things that I saw in law enforcement. Uh, I do have two uh, reoccurring characters. They're not always the same character, but I do. I make sure that I have two police officers, one to two police officers, in every play that I write and movie and television if, if the Lord uh, should allow as well. And we have dealt with, uh, my first play was Lovers of Themselves. Of course, it dealt with three families that had turned their back. And then we uh, had a play about uh, juvenile delinquency, uh, Spare the Rise, a, a very, very touching play. Uh, and then we dealt with um, 
teenage pregnancy, that play um, always brings a grown man to tears. Very, very touching play uh, about about um, teen pregnancy. But we also deal with abortion. We go a little deep into that. We kind of go uh, under the surface about a young lady's battle with um, her mother um, wanting her to abort the child. Very touching play. Uh, and then after that, um, I, w- I was taking care of my grandmother and my grandmother um, was dealing with the onset of uh, dementia. So the Lord put it on my heart to write about uh, Alzheimer's. We spent a few months and then also observing her um, and spent quite a few months researching that topic. And, and that was a very touching play uh, we did called Who Are You? Because that's the most common question that anyone that has uh, dementia or Alzheimer's will have in their later stages. That's the most common question is, who are you? Very touching play. Um, And then our last play is um, A Dream Deferred, and it deals with human trafficking. Spent seven months researching that play. God had laid that on my heart a few years prior to me writing that. And uh, very, very, very touching play. We did that play twice. And it, it just grips the hearts of people. Uh, we have it on DVD as well, if anyone wants to purchase a copy. But uh, yeah, so that that's uh, we're gonna bring that play back, uh, a dream deferred, and um, we're gonna be dealing with some other things. I don't want to say right now what we're gonna deal with, but we will be dealing with some social ills and what what people go through uh, in their everyday life. So. And uh, every storyline has uh, uh, a main character on the journey. Every storyline has a protagonist and an antagonist. And uh, every main character has a, seem like a mountain to climb, but then there's always a solution. And we always wanna make sure that Jesus Christ is the solution, no matter what we're going through, no matter what our character Uh, our characters are going through. We always want to make sure that Jesus Christ is the solution. Now, with that being said, not every play um, ends on a happy note. Sometimes reality sets in in the storyline. And, um, you know, we try to do that happy note quite often, but not every play that I've written ends on a happy note. We've had a couple of plays that end realistically. And if we're honest with ourselves, um, I can't go into detail because I know we're going to be on tour one day and talk about how they think some of the plays end, but they all have a realistic ending. Wow. That is truly amazing. And I can definitely relate. Um, about two months ago, well, I had been already home um, from work because of this pandemic. And when the company asked when I was coming back, um, well, the Lord had already told me to walk in what he's called me to walk. So called me, um, I told them I wasn't coming back. I told them um, I needed to do what God has called me to do. And um, my yes to God means more than a thousand yeses to man. And so um, in walking in my calling and bringing motivation and whether it's through the podcast or Mm -hmm. motivational messages and walking on my purpose, um, it is definitely fulfilling. And like you were saying, God continues to not only meet every need, but, you know, go above and beyond because he is truly 
and above and beyond God. So I'm thankful for this this walk of obedience. It's truly a blessing. And obedience, I've noticed that obedience will open doors in one day that you've been trying to open for years, you know? Amen. Amen. It is the key to success. And one thing I've learned is God always funds his dreams. And I am living out his dream. Not my will. <laughs> I remember I wanted to be chief of police. But I am living out his dream. And uh, you are too. But God will fund his dreams. Yep. Yes. Amen. That is so. You um, reach out to the youth through um place. So what... Um... Have you always had a desire to reach out to the youth? That's a good question. I I have always, since I was uh, in my, I I got saved at the age of 20 in my dormitory room, but I have, seemed like since then, I have always worked with youth in some way, shape, or form. Uh, We waited kind of late to have children because I was working with youth on my job in law enforcement. Um, I started off, um, my first ministry um, um, job was assisting the youth pastor at our church. And um, I have had jobs where I was uh, counseling, not counseling youth, but uh, more of a, like a supervisor type of job, summer jobs. Uh, and I've just always loved kids. <laughs> I <laughs> I had um, a few years ago, my children were at a private school in Detroit. And a few years ago, um, I, what, I, God had put it on my heart to start an after school drama ministry. And I just volunteered my time to start an after-school drama ministry. And it was a blessing because I could continue as a Christian school so I could continue to uh, bring um, faith-based plays. And it, it was it was phenomenal. The children, I had saw children open up. I had saw children, uh, it really helped improve a lot of social skills and public speaking and they loved it. And these kids were, I, I had heard that the kids were really, really bored after school and they just wanted something to do. They were very smart children. They wanted something to do. They were bored. And here I come. And uh, I, I love working with those kids. And I miss them. They're doing great. They're in the military now. They're in college. They're doing great things. But um, I work with them. I work with the youth in my church through the drama ministry. We did a, a huge ensemble. That was a dream to do a large ensemble play in, in um, uh, Easter of 2019. We did a large ensemble play um chronicling the last week of Jesus Christ's life so on Monday we do we on 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 Palm Sunday we had a real live donkey a real lie a real um a donkey uh coming down the aisle we had a donkey we had uh, the children were in costume we had music it was phenomenal we 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 chronicled the entire week last week of Jesus's life that was my pastor's idea and he said, well, can you do that? And I tell everybody I can do it. I can write whatever you want me to write. I've been blessed. And, and working, but working with the kids at the high school is what trained me. And, you know, it was a precursor to working for our pastor now is that um, anything he wanted me to write about, we would do skits and, uh, you know, the uh, 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 sexual harassment, whatever was going on in that school. 
uh, we were able to do a skit in 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 uh, in and I was able to write on a dime like that. So I'm able to do that now. I am also an artist for hire. I I, I write. I've written a play and a movie uh, for someone, and it, that that story is called Circles, and it is uh, it deals with uh, grandparents uh, raising a teenage girl that is in search for her biological parents. Wonderful, touching story. So I've been blessed to. Um, just from volunteering and what that prepared me to do now is to be able to write. I just did a play uh, for another church. I do write for other churches in their uh, teen ministries or drama ministries as well. And that play uh, dealt with some children uh, dealing with what's going on now, Black Lives Matter and and, um, children speaking out and and going to um, a rally, a peace rally and and dealing with racism in their world. And so that was a great piece that I was able to write. So uh, God is good. God is using me. I'm humbled and um, and really happy about that. Yeah. Amen. That is awesome. Um, How did you like being in in law enforcement? I loved it. It is a calling. It is not for everybody. But it is a calling. Uh, I love it. I, I love people. And and I love, I just love people. I know uh, one of my spiritual gifts is helps. And, uh, you know, I, this, when it gets real crazy out there and it gets real busy and we have chaos, I work very well under pressure. Uh, I just love the job. I, like I said, I want to be chief of police. I loved it. I love every aspect of it. And I make sure that I include uh, a police officer in, in every play that I write, at least one or two uh, officers. Yep. Wow, that's awesome. Just this morning, um, I met with the captain of the local um, law enforcement for the city here in Rialto and a couple of the other officers um, were in the process of helping to bridge the gap between the community and law enforcement and um, doing some awesome um, community outreach relations. And just as we are all sitting there um, in front of the Starbucks talking, you know, another guy came up to us and he was just like, it's it's an awesome thing to see, like um, me and my other brother in Christ, you know, regular, um, Af- both African-American males sitting and talking, having great dialogue and discussion with, um, with you know, um, officers. And um, that's one thing we're trying to help people realize is that their um, relationship is because, unfortunately, a lot have close relationships. Uh, police officers so therefore the only lens that they see them through are the lens that the news portrays but whereas um, like the young adults at our local church the other month we put together a a peace rally where us and the whole law enforcement we marched uh, for about a mile did a peace walk playing worship music around the city my brother cries his Mm -hmm. Um, six-year-old and five-year-old, you know, were were on the shoulders of several of the, um, you know, the um, police officers. And so now they're able to grow up mm-hmm. that they don't have to be afraid of. Um, it's truly a blessing and truly excited at what God is doing. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, that that's beautiful. That's a wonderful. Uh, that's a great seed to to um, plant with with children. I worked in the schools and I uh, did a lot of community. I was a community relations officer. We had a. Uh, I worked in a small department. It was in a city called Inkster, which is west of Detroit, small city, and that is so important. Uh, there's nothing. Um, better, you know, to, to come to work and have children just come up and embrace you with a hug, but more importantly, to get in those schools and let children know uh, that police officers are your friend. And to build that rapport, my goal was always to bridge community and, and homes uh, and, and schools with the police department. And uh, I, I, I loved it. It helped also in the summertime. I wanted to go back and I would work the road uh, in the summer uh, and work the schools during the school year. And it helped to get into some homes uh, during a you know, domestic violence situation or whatever. And sometimes people do not open up the doors for officers uh, right away. But when children saw me out there uh, immediately, they would say that's Officer Johnson and it opened up a lot of doors. But uh, I think what you're doing is commendable. I think that's wonderful. And um, I, I know that law enforcement uh, are, are people uh, in authority that um, we should continue to pray for and um, continue to love and support and pray for local police. And, and, and likewise, officers, they have a, um, they take an oath to protect and to uh, love, to protect those that, that can't uh, defend themselves and, and speak up for themselves. And so um, uh, citizens have uh, a mandate to pray for those that are in authority and officers have a mandate to, to protect uh, those that, uh, that cannot protect themselves. And so uh, that's a reciprocal relationship, but with uh, putting Christ first, that could be a beautiful, beautiful relationship as well. So I commend you on what you're doing. I definitely appreciate it for the um, opportunity and truly, you know, some awesome divine connections. And so I was mm -hmm. um, wondering if there's someone out there listening um, to this who has gifts and talents and maybe a young person who feels a little lost, um, what advice Uh, the advice uh, that I would give them, never give up. If God has placed, uh, if you're a writer and God has placed that on your heart to write for him, uh, for the kingdom, to win people to Christ, never give up. Don't, so I, I think the, the, like the best verse for me uh, is never despise small beginnings. That is key. Because I re and never compare yourself to other artists either. Never compare yourself to where your friends and colleagues are in the business, uh, because people are in different areas. I've seen people uh, do very well in the beginning when I began, and I'm like, oh my God, I want to be there, and I want you know they're they're real big and known, and everybody knows them, and this that and the other, and they're not even really working now anymore. Uh, so it's important to stay locked in and focused on in the, on the Lord and, and where he has you. Uh, do not despise small beginnings. When we started off, we did not have a large uh, budget. 
Uh, we didn't have a lot of money to rent out a fancy place or have a fancy set or or we didn't we didn't we couldn't afford real good actors in the very beginning our first two plays we were blessed to to uh, have people from the church to help out and volunteer and uh, as you know we grew um, we we God blessed us to to get to get a little bit better and be able to hire professional crews and be able to hire people to to put the set up and and hire people to move the furniture and things like that and and again God funds his dreams and so God will will use uh, people that we just never suspect and never think and and God had used an Episcopal church for for three or four years to fund our plays and um, we just went over there and wanted to utilize his church just for rehearsals and he ended up uh, he said well sure you can use that but if you do the play on Sunday, um, can the proceeds come back to the church? We said, absolutely. And we sold out, but the, on Sunday we had standing room only that night. And, and and that was God saying, hey, you know, God touched his heart that night and, and we sold out. So um, if God has called you for that person uh, that's struggling, if God has called you, he's going to fund uh, his dreams. He is going to fund what he's doing through you. Stay on the course. Stay prayerful. Stay in your word and stay prayerful. Do not despise small beginnings. Do not um, do not uh, lose sight of what God has called you to do. Write the vision and make it plain. That's what the word of God. I wish I had that. I know it's in Habakkuk, but uh, write that vision and make it plain. Write out your, your prayers in your book. Write out your prayers. Put the date down. Write who you want to work with. And just ask God, Lord, if, the, if this is your will. And write those things out. And then one day when you go back in that book, you'll be able to see how God has answered your prayers. Um, also, a, a great uh, artist uh, that many people know, she has passed away, Aretha Franklin, would always say in her interviews, don't be in a hurry to get to where you're going because you may miss a step. There are steps, there are levels, there are different things that you learn along the way. And I don't want to miss anything. And there there might be something that God wants, you know, uh, me to learn on each step. And I don't want to just go ahead of myself and, and miss a step. I enjoy the journey that I'm on. I'm not looking at it and saying, man, I'll be 80 or 70 or I don't want to look at it that way. I am enjoying every step. I have seen how God has prospered. Uh, everything that we've done, God has prospered and in, in, in ordered uh, my steps. I am enjoying it. I am enjoying the journey that he's on. And uh, man, God is good. I was uh, recently diagnosed with um, breast cancer in um uh, like what June of this year and no June of last year I'm sorry June of last year and uh, that was devastating but they caught it early praise God they caught it very very early through a mammogram I'm one of the one in eight and so for anybody that is listening um, don't don't neglect getting a yearly mammogram uh, especially you know if you're over the age of 40 African-American women uh, and so but uh, that was an interesting time because, you know, we were supposed to do a play. And of course, I had to go through chemotherapy and I just could not have uh, gone through that and done a, a full production and didn't understand, Lord, man, why I got three churches 
ready to fund this project? What is going on? Why? And guess what? COVID happened. And if we, God is in control. God is in control. He knows every hair, how many hairs I have on my head. He knows how many, um, he knows the amount of sand on a beach. And uh, God is amazing. And he's got everything under control. And, you know, I thought, man, I thought I lost funding and I can't do these plays because I can't do the play because I've got sick. And will anybody want to work with me and this, that, and the other? And COVID happened. And right after we came out of COVID, I told my pastor, I am ready to come back to work. I'm ready to work at the church. He said, I'm ready to fund your next play. My God, God is amazing. God is amazing. But again, he funds, he funds his dreams. He funds his dreams. And so I I hope and pray that someone uh, caught that testimony and heard that testimony. And just when you think you hit a door, you think you hit a dead end, man, and is anybody going to want to work with me? I've had breast cancer. They might think this. Nope. God healed me. And not only did God heal me, but God opened up a door where that one pastor, he's retiring and a new pastor, we have a new pastor about two years now that wants to fund the next place. So man, God is amazing. And just being on his journey, I the, the, the best thing is to, to stay prayerful. God, order my steps. Lord, your will be done. And God is in control. He's got the, He's got everything under control. And um, if, if God has called this young person or anybody, um, young, middle-aged or older, whatever God calls you to, he, uh, he he's going to finish his work. He's going to fund his dreams, but it is in his time and it is according to his will. Wow. Man, that, that blessed me. Awesome pearls of wisdom. Praise Thank God. you so much for sharing Praise that. God. Praise God. Um, yeah. Awesome. Amazing. So if people would like to get in contact with you, how can they um, connect with you? Oh, great. Uh, two, three ways, three or four ways. Uh, one is through our website. It's uh, Stacy with an E-Y, J Productions, plural, Stacy J Productions.com. Uh, our email is contact at Stacy J Productions. And uh, an easier email to remember is uh, Stacy J Productions at Gmail. And again, that's Stacy with an EY. J Productions at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page as well, Stacy J Productions, our Facebook page. So those are our three uh, different ways to get in touch with us. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for coming on. Give it up, y'all, well, the way from you, Detroit, Michigan, Stacy Shannon Johnson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you, Brian. Thank you. Definitely. Well, thank you again for coming into another amazing, awesome, inspiring podcast episode. Um, if you do desire to sow into this podcast or uh, contribute financially, you can. If you have Cash App, my Cash App is the dollar sign Bry Davy, which is a combination of my first and middle name, Brian David, eight eight. What's the dollar? Bry Davy eight eight eight. Or if you don't have Cash App, you can simply email me at David 
B as in boy, D as in David, P as in Peter, three BDPs. Again, it is David BDP35 at yahoo.com. And I can definitely assist you. Be greatly appreciated. Well, until next time, remember that to the world, you may be one person, but to one person, you may be the world. As always, this is BDP Brian David Porter living in purpose, on purpose, intentionally. Till next time, you guys be blessed.